Hi, and welcome to another episode of MA's podcast. We got a fitness expert with us today, and we're going to be going through a couple of achievements, some points, and some bio about them and what they signed themselves up to. You want to hear that? Please welcome to the studio, Jade Palmer. Welcome, welcome, Jade. Thank you so, so much. glad to have you. Thank you for having me. So, yeah, you want to tell the uh, listeners or the viewers, um, a little bit more about yourself. Okay, so uh, my name's Jade Ashley Palmer. If you follow me on IG, that was what I go by. Um, from New Zealand, uh, been in the UAE for almost 10 years now, um, oh. in the fitness industry actually. So I'm a Nike master trainer and also a trainer at Barry's. Um, nice. And then I also co-founded a company called Workout Went Viral. Workout Went Viral, yeah. <laughs> right, so what brought you to Dubai? Um, fitness, fitness, fitness brought me, fitness business. yeah. <laughs> so in New Zealand, I was basically part of a small group of females who were taking sessions with Nike and we were, we were just setting those sessions up, um, to, to host for women, about a hundred women, about three times a week, uh, giving them a little bit of space and an opportunity to move nice. and just, um, yeah, just have something fun to do after work or after uni or after school to come along to. Um, and then I was just posting on IG, which wasn't really a thing. Like, it so wasn't, she, it wasn't thing, really yeah. much of a thing about like literally just posting like quick pictures of what you were doing. Mm -hmm. And for me, I was just purely posting based on what I enjoyed. Um, and I then got a message from my then boss being like, Hey Jade, like love your vibe, love your passion. Would you ever consider Dubai as a place to, to do something like what you're doing with Nike? Oh, wow. Um, and for us, actually, to be honest, I left the message for 24 hours and I wasn't too <laughs> sure about it. I was like, a Oh, what is jump, this? Yeah. I just turned 21 as well. So I was oh, like, nice. Oh, I'm not too sure. Like if that's something like a 21 year old should be doing or like, I didn't know, I didn't have many other people in my life who had been given an opportunity like that and mm -hmm. never really considered Dubai, to be honest. Okay. Um, so fast forward a couple of months, jumped on a call with my then boss and contract was sent across, signed the contract and jumped on a plane and moved over to Dubai. Just like that. <laughs> just like, literally just like that. Um, moved over to Dubai um, with Nike, but also with a creative agency. Nice. Um, I'm a graphic designer by trade. So oh, wow. I kind of wanted to use my degree and see if it was really something that I wanted to do. And okay. then also have the fitness stuff on the side of it as well. Um, about six months in, decided that the fitness side of things was where I really wanted to, to go and the pathway I wanted to lead. Um, so put the graphic design stuff on ice and then decided to really just go full guns blazing all in with the fitness industry oh, wow. with Nike support as well. So that yeah. was really, uh, really cool. Like I don't yeah, always, I, I always feel like I, whenever I tell my story, I'm always like, <laughs> Yeah, like this is what happened. Like, I don't know if it's the Kiwi in me. I'm just kind of like, <laughs> so, yeah, oh yeah, the, the I really just cool. did hard work. And then I got, I guess I got lucky. And then like yeah. that happened. <laughs> That's great. So you came here to Dubai and what did you do? Like once, one after, you know, being a graphic designer and you uh, lent a little bit more towards the fitness business, yeah. where did you start? So uh, sort of the main goal coming to Dubai and with Nike through the fitness industry was to grow the, the women's training space. Mm -hmm. Um nine, 10 years ago, it still wasn't very much a thing. Yeah, and 
there were may, maybe only a few gyms that did it and you had certain time slots for the ladies to go in. And they basically wanted to, Nike wanted to, to take the reins and be the leaders within the city to be like, you know what? We're gonna provide that safe space for women to come and train. Um, and because it's, it's already a, a big jump or a big thing to be doing, mm -hmm. we're gonna make sure that we can can get the right people in the right places to to make that happen. So that's where JP came in. Amazing. And, <laughs> and just really tried to, for me, it was initially just understanding the the cultural norms, but and then also going, okay, like how can we make this really fun for for the ladies coming in? So we started with like a space that was like yay big, and mm -hmm. then it basically grew that training club over the first wow. couple of years to be in bigger studios and having more time slots on um, on the schedule, which um, was really really awesome. And I'm very grateful for that time because even my first time moving away from home and, you know, having such big responsibility. It was one of those things where I was like, do you know what? Like, I'm really gonna try and understand more and more about this space in particular, um, but then how we can go beyond just doing these weekly sessions. Maybe we can move towards bigger events for the yeah. ladies as well. So it was really nice to see sort of where it had gone to, um, where we had got it to and now, teaching at Barry's, teaching the women's only classes. I don't know if I should say this, but they're probably some of my favorite classes to teach. <laughs> but just seeing like the progression of women in fitness and, and what that looks like outside of being an expat as well. Um, so that was really the the biggest thing that um, I enjoyed about, about that part of coming yeah. to Dubai and really trying to just like go all in and find out, okay, what is it about, you know, cultural norms, but also at the same time, like how can I just be a provider of that space to to come in and go, okay, ladies, this is your next 15 minutes. This is what's gonna happen. Let's just have fun. Yeah, so you've <laughs> seen a massive growth in, in the fitness industry, especially in the females aspect of yeah. it. Since what, ten, you said nine, 10 years ago? Almost 10 years. Yeah, well, okay, so, <laughs> so have you experienced any difficulties in the beginning? coming from like New Zealand and it's completely different culture and norms comparing to over here, yeah. which I think nine, 10 years ago was a lot more closed-minded than it is today. I'm sure today is like way better. And due to the fact that a lot of athletes and coaches are coming from abroad and teaching us their experiences and everything like that. So it's like improving in that aspect. But did you face any difficulties from when you first came in and you're like, um, I'm not really used to this. <laughs> most, most coaches that come over here tell me, well, I'm not really used to this and I don't know if I'm comfortable with it, but I'm going to keep doing my thing and I hope I'll get somewhere. A, lot, a yeah. lot of coaches do well from there. What about your experience in that aspect? Honestly, I wouldn't call it difficulties as such. I I would, I always took everything as like a lesson or a learning from, from every session that I would take. And I guess initially it was more, more so because I was so new to, to the city that I was like, do you know what? Like, like, let's just try and test things. And being a Westerner coming in, I'd have seen and experienced a lot of things already within the industry. So for me, it was like, okay, like, let's like try and test. And if it doesn't work, then like, it's fine. Like, at least you've tried and you know, you learn yeah. and you move on. Yeah, um, so I think it, there wasn't so much uh, in terms of big difficulties. I think the, the only 
big thing and it's not even really related to fitness but it was just the heat <laughs> the heat honestly <laughs> i moved in when was it it was may may 9th i moved yeah. so like it, it was hot you just came when it started and, yeah and we had a <laughs> nike women's event so they called it ntc tour mm -hmm. so that week that i landed basically what ended up happening was well, not ended up happening. I knew it was happening. Yeah. This big Nike training tour, which was uh, basically 5,000 women capacity. And you had master trainers from around the world. And then you had little old Jade yeah. <laughs> taking these women through a workout. So they had hit, they had, um, they had yoga, there was dance. And then there was just like um, a whole lot of different like stalls around like beverages or whatever you wanted to do food mm -hmm. and everything like that but it was a it was a massive thing it was a full day thing um and i would just remember standing on that stage and they had it was all outdoors in southridge park Oof. and i just remember being inside the air conditioning part and just not wanting to leave that part yeah. and uh, surely enough one of the stages that i was on for the for one of the closing um sets if i can mm -hmm. say that um my stage was in right directly in the sun <laughs> oh no and uh, my mom actually moved over uh with me for the first like, well, she helped me move over so she was there for the first five days yeah. and i remember her just standing by by the air the air conditioning filming me from afar and i'm like <laughs> mom you have to come closer <laughs> not because i want you to to film me closer because i want you to experience the heat that i'm i'm <laughs> under right now <laughs> I just yeah. saw her face. She was like, I am not moving from here. No. <laughs> <I was laughs> to like, be honest, I've been born and raised over here in UAE. I never got used to the heat. And yeah. it keeps getting worse every year. I feel like it gets warmer. It does get and warmer. And like, as soon as I think I've climatized, I'm like, nope. It does. And then the humid plays a part as well. So, I mean, kudos to you for doing that in May. That's like one of the hottest months of yeah. the year, including June and July. <laughs> Summer, I mean, it depends if you're outdoors or indoors, usually... People come here for summer vacation. Yes, yeah. they experience maybe one or two minutes of heat mm -hmm. just because everything is like indoors nowadays. But yeah. the fact that you did it outdoors. Yeah. And within my first week and I was like, well, if there's going to be one way to test and see if I can hold myself up and this is to be out of yeah. it. So <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so about Nike, how did you get, um, did you get hand hunted? What were you doing in New Zealand that got you there? Would you please explain? Yeah, so the Nike thing came about when, uh, so I was at uni and I basically decided to to drop all of the sports that I had done during high school and like primary school and just focus on my studies. But I still needed some form of physical outlet. So mm -hmm. um, in New Zealand, basically they have a run club and then they have the training club and they would hold sessions over the week. So they'd have about two or three runs and two or three uh, Nike training sessions, which just like then was just for females. Mm -hmm. So they were always focused on the female athlete. Um, so I basically just started being just a, a participant, just being there, enjoying it. And then I guess the more I was going along, the more they were like, oh, okay, like this girl, like she keeps coming along and like got to know the paces, got to know some of the coaches and I guess a natural progression of just being around and enjoying just being part of uh, a community was they were like, oh, okay, like you want to be a pacer, like you've been around long enough, like jump on, like pop a pacer's tee on and like we'll see how you go. Oi, oi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> pacer sort of started from from that point. 
And then um, again, just being around the training club as well, they were like, oh, we want to kind of like find a group of girls that can sign people in and help us move yoga mats around and create the space for people to walk in and go, okay, like I'm signed up to the Nike training session. Um, and then they'll come in and do their session. And they were like, oh, we'd love you to be part of that little like small group of girls to invite people in. And I was like, okay, fine, like, cool. So it was kind of getting a little bit more involved from behind the scenes. And then eventually what happened was one of the master trainers, um, Kirsty Godso, shout out to my Kiwi girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was basically going on more of these Nike training tours, which were going around the world. So it was a global thing and she was needed there a little bit more often. And they were like, okay, we're looking around. We need to find somebody to fill her shoes while she's gone. They're like, oh, Jade, like you've been around sometime. You've done multiple sessions. You clearly like enjoy it. So maybe you might consider it. Have a think about it. And I was like, me, like introverted Jade, jumping <laughs> on stage on a mic, telling people what to do. And they're like, yeah, like we'll we'll help you. Like we'll train you up and everything. And we'll get you to a certain point where like you can like start now delivering those sessions. So had a couple of sessions and I kid you not, the first session was horrible. They were like, um, yeah, okay. So we're going to need a little bit more time to, to get this right. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what have I committed to? Like I'm like I'm never going to be able to, to do them like any justice. Anyway, a couple of those sessions went past and then they were like, okay, like we think you're ready. 10 minute core and cardio workout we want you to take. And then after that, everybody's going to go off on their run. This is kind of like the itinerary that we have for, for the women's run club. And I'm like, 10 minutes, you want me to take 10 minutes? Are you sure? Like, I'm not sure if I, I'm ready for that. Anyway, I guess it was kind of um, one of those things where I was like my worst enemy at that time, mm -hmm. ended up taking the session Um and everybody like thoroughly enjoyed it. I was on Lovely. like just a high from like, oh my goodness, I did it. I proved to myself yeah. that I could do Come it. Um, and then basically from there, that's what got me got me noticed. And then nice. my my then boss, uh, Tom Wolf, got me. Um, we jumped onto. He sent me a message. He was like, just letting you know, it's not an old guy trying to like pry on a girl. <laughs> But like this is legit, and um, so uh, she just said that. So maybe yeah, my 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 parents are like, I think you should actually like, you know, answer the message and basically answer the message, and then within a couple of days was on a, a Skype call at the at the time yeah. Skype call, um, and then uh, yeah, got a contract sent through, and then basically flew me over to Dubai. And then, yeah, here I am now. I guess yeah, it's just kind are. of been a snowball effect ever, yeah. ever since. <laughs> Amazing. So you said you were, um, you were a pacer in the beginning. Yes. So what did you pace exactly? So at the Nike Run Clubs, mm -hmm. um, you'd always have a couple of different pace groups. So basically at the Run Clubs, the whole idea is just it's for, for anybody and everybody. So whether it's your first time running or whether you're um, an everyday athlete, mm -hmm. Um, you'd have pacer groups throughout. So I basically ended up starting around, oh, I don't even know. I'll probably, probably the slower group I want to, I want to assume. Don't want to toot my own horn. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, for argument's sake, say um, I was maybe on like between a six and a seven minute K pace. Okay. And you'd have, depending on the run, so we'd have a long run, which was later in the week. And then Early in the week, you'd have sort of your, a mixture between short and middle distance. So short being mm -hmm. like 5K, and then you'd have people who do like upwards of eight to like 10 
which yeah. is what we considered middle pace, um, middle middle distance then. Okay. And then later in the week, then we'd end up having a, a longer run to, okay. to go through. And, and I was actually going to tap into that a little bit more. Um, so usually in training programs, especially for running, there is usually tempo runs, mm-hmm. which is like maybe I'd say between 30 to 50 minute tempo runs, depending on your level. And then you always got to have a long run, yeah. which is aerobic, mostly zone two. They're mm. the boring ones, but <laughs> it has to be done. And then you get a mixture of both throughout the week just to keep the legs moving a little mm. bit. Why do you put those three in one week? What's the benefit of each? So if I take a look at the long run, the runs that kind of you're like, oh, like... I have to be at like a zone one or zone two and just like moving for like an hour or however long, however many kilometers. Those are the ones that really actually help your your shorter. So like your fart leg, your tempo, tempo runs um, where like you're required to have more energy in reserve and it teaches you to like build that endurance over a longer time. Mm-hmm. Like I've always really disliked because hate is a strong word, but disliked. <laughs> those longer runs, but it taught yeah. me to go slower, but it meant that my endurance, I could go longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as I got to like my tempo runs, then yeah, you're hitting those like full out. Full out. And yeah. I got, I'm like a bent over, like, oh my goodness, yeah. like how dare you coach Joelle put yeah. that in my program. <laughs> <laughs> but those are one, again, those are the sessions that make you stronger, but they're also the ones that give you a gauge on where you are. So again, it depends on the distances that you're training for or that you're mm-hmm. running for. Um, for me right now, mm-hmm. time is not really not really the focus. It's more just, all so, oh, speed, sorry, is not really mm-hmm. the focus. Yeah. It's more about just the longevity of how long you can, can mm-hmm. stay on your feet and move. So for example, this week I have um, an hour endurance run, mm-hmm. which is just to find a like a pace between five fifty six and six forty seven mm-hmm. minute k pace, and just hold that for for your hour. Mm-hmm. After that, I have two forty five minute runs. Again, it's just to flush the legs out and see how you go. And, and then, then I also mm-hmm. have a 50 kilometer run on Saturday. <laughs> so like kilometers. this week is somewhat slightly different to what a usual week would look like. But if you're building up to distances like that, mm-hmm. um, those ultra distances, then you need to be taking a look at what happens around that as well, because you don't want to be showing up to that being like, oh my goodness, these legs already feel like lead. Yeah. That's fine to happen after the 50K. Yeah. But <laughs> anything <laughs> is fine to happen after yeah. a 50K, but like, for me anyway, I've found that the long runs combined with having those tempo runs have been, if anything, complemented each other very, very well. Especially yeah. because for myself, I enjoy the speed work and that's more my thing. Mm-hmm. Endurance running like or ultra running, I should say, is something very new to me. Mm-hmm. So having to pull my paces back and to really like, sit with myself or run with myself and be doing that at a zone two zone one is Mm -hmm. really tough but it makes you mentally strong (laughs) that's right and 80 percent of your training has to be in that that, zone one zone two kind of thing right a lot of people go full blown out every single time thinking that all right i'm gonna go and get that number but it's probably the worst thing that you can be it's the worst thing especially when you're if you're sort of getting into running or running competitively or trying to get certain distances at certain times i think the the worst thing you can do for yourself is approach every single run as if you're running that 
10k race or that yeah. half marathon you don't want to do that you want to save that energy you for that want to save that energy yeah. and like there's a reason why those long runs are there and it's yeah. to teach you how to you know that that longevity but it's also there to to teach you just to be comfortable running yeah. at a way slower pace which That's initially right. can be really really hard but whatever your coach puts in respect your coach that's right absolutely <laughs> respect the program respect, respect the, program. the program respect <laughs> the coach um i'm sure some people are listening or watching the video as well and and they're wondering what are you talking about when you're saying zone one two three zone four and zone five there is aerobic and aerobic tempo threshold and sub threshold yeah <laughs> so do you want to tell me more about each so I mean, honestly, my understanding of it is or related to heart rate. So mm -hmm. you want to think about your max heart rate and how long you can stay at your max heart rate. Mm -hmm. And it's probably very short. But then you want to think about, okay, zone one, zone two is where my heart rate is it's still conversational. Mm -hmm. So I can still have a conversation with someone. As soon as I start to get to zone three, that's when my heart rate's coming up a You're little like, bit stop higher. talking. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm like, you know, you get the odd like, huh. Like, yeah. <laughs> or just the conversation becomes very like a one word here or yeah. there. It's like, yes, no, yes. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> Honestly, one word at yeah, 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 exactly. So uh, in terms of zones, mm -hmm. all related to, to heart rate and where you're going. So you want to think about your max heart rate and what you can hold. And then you just kind of subtract from there in terms of zone four, zone three, zone two, zone one. Zone one is usually a comfortable, like, almost walking pace and it differs from person to person you have mm -hmm. to remember that as well based yeah. on your individual heart rate absolutely as well. absolutely not everyone's gonna have the same max heart rate exactly and that's why they have to go through a test as well to yeah. find out what their lactate threshold is and exactly and everything in between yeah um yeah so i'm guessing you've done a couple of half marathons i've done a couple of half marathons uh -huh. um i've done what have i done i've done creek striders i've done uh, the Rack Half Marathon, oh, nice. I think like almost five, six times. Oh, wow. Um, and I'm looking to do Burj to Burj as well. I'm doing it as well. You're doing it as yeah, well? Yeah. Kuda. Awesome. So a Half Marathon, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, is 21.195 kilometers, is it? Basically. Something like that. I do not know why two, that 195 like <laughs> is necessary to be there. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, is, yeah, yeah. And it is the longest. Uh, yes. <laughs> 195 meters in yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah. But yeah, a, a half a marathon is basically 21.1 kilometers. And a marathon is obviously double that. So it's 42.2. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I know we had a conversation before about um, triple seven. Triple seven. And it's been out there and a lot of people are wondering. Yeah. You want to tell them a little bit about what triple seven is? So on february 12th to the 18th uh myself and six other awesome athletes are going to be running 50 kilometers um i'm sorry what would you say 50 kilometers 50 kilometers from monday through to the sunday in that week so 50 kilometers every day in 50 each... kilometers how many days <laughs> for seven days seven days <laughs> in each of the seven emirates in seven emirates yeah. 50 kilometers so exactly. an ultra marathon 50 kilometers, seven Emirates, seven days in a row. In a row. So 350 Ks oh we will clock God. over that seven days. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are you, you obviously you're training for it. Yeah. And <laughs> your training consists of a half marathon within that yeah. training anyway, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. So um, I actually had a conversation with somebody uh, earlier this week. They're like, so like, what does 30 Ks feel like to you now? And I'm like, well, it it's... 
hard, but at the same time, like, and you have to prepare for it, mm -hmm. but it's not like any, like, it's not like a full marathon. Mm -hmm. And just for the record, I haven't done a full marathon and she decided what? to do seven times 50 kilometers. You remind yeah. me of Hannah. <laughs> she never done anything, just an ultra marathon yeah, straight yeah, yeah. away. She was telling me, oh, wow, wow. So you're just going all out. Yeah, I'm one. like, do you know what? May as well run seven ultras <laughs> instead. <laughs> so how is the training leading up to it? And how do you train for it anyway? Because I know, I saw in your stories as yeah. well that you've been running 30 kilometers, you've been running 20 kilometers and it's almost like a day-to-day -day basis where you're having high volume training sessions and it's really session. high volume at the moment and that's purely because we're like six seven weeks out from the actual race week mm -hmm. and initially when we did start the the training it was more finding like everybody's threshold so coach joelle um set in place a program and it was the same with, for everybody for that first month just to see where everyone was in terms of from tempo runs to long runs to what else did we had we had a lot of um fartlek training so like intervals short sharp stuff um and then as sort of the months got went on depending on everybody's schedules and travel plans and whatever it was who he, he's been adjusting our program but basically now we've gone from those shorter runs to 10k feeling like a breeze in the park now we're up to 30k plus so this weekend in particular all of us are getting together we'll be in Alcudra and we'll be okay. doing our 50 kilometers 50 kilometer run in yeah. Alcudra yeah what time are you guys starting um, that's TBC, but uh -huh. I think it's going to be an early morning. It's always an early morning. And that's yeah. what it is. If you want to be a runner, if you want to cover that amount of distance, especially with ultra endurance athletes, you have to find the time. You can't just wake up and be like, mm, okay, I'm going to go out there and do it because yeah. the sun's scorching hot. I mean, we're lucky now because it's winter, mm -hmm. but you have to wake up either super early or do it after work. It's yeah. advised to start early in the morning just to get it done because then you're stress levels or cortisol levels yeah. is going to go way up when you're supposed to sleep during the exactly. evenings. And also but you pr just probably don't want to be running into the night. No, you don't. <laughs> well. Certainly not 50 kilometers. Not 50 kilometers no. anyway. And you've had a little background about like ultra endurance events. I think we've had a conversation um, regarding, what was it, 24, 24 hours? Yes. So maybe I want to say this is like five, five years ago. Mm -hmm. I got asked if I wanted to run a 24 hour race and it was, it's a relay race. So you're in a team of eight yeah. um, and you've got 24 hours to cover the distance. And basically one car goes off and they start their run and they go through all of their runners mm -hmm. and then they pass the, the baton across to the next car. Yeah. And then those four go through their- And that's a relay race. And it's a yeah. relay race, but you're doing your run, mm -hmm. you're doing running your leg, then you're sitting in a car and then you're waiting for the next That's leg the to come around. So you're like you're, get, you're <laughs> running, you're getting hot and sweaty and then you're sitting and then you're cold. Yeah. And then it gets to a certain point and depending on how fast your team is running, yeah. like you're running into the night over mm -hmm. overnight into the early, early morning. I remember one of my legs was at like 3 a.m. Wow. Had like the whole like headlamp on and everything Oof. and it, this was in Amsterdam and initially when we did start the race, they was the one weekend where they had a heat wave. Oh um, no. Thankfully for me, <laughs> I had been training all through the summer for this oh, race. So I was kind of ready and prepared for it. 
Um, however, when it did get to the late night, early morning, when that that cold chill started, that was when I was like, oh, my body is breaking down yeah. now. Um, both physically and just mm -hmm. mentally because you're tired. You've had maybe like an hour and a half sleep and you've been sleeping upright. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so that was a really interesting race. And that one was, um, I, I got a running program from my friend who is also a Nike running coach, Lydia nice. O'Donnell, um, another Kiwi girl as well. And, um, <laughs> and she, yeah, she basically had sent me a program was like, okay, you've got X amount of weeks to get that, that the training in, mm -hmm. um, let's see how you go and probably ran some of my best times in Amazing. terms of distances. Uh -huh. Um, over that 24 hours, like the the distances were shared across the whole AP. Um, so was it a people. set amount of distance or was so it just 24 hour run? Initially it was a set amount of distance, but because of the heat weight, it meant it had to, we had to compress a lot I'm of the sure. legs. So you had to run a little bit further within mm. your, within your time bracket that yeah. you had um, just to avoid any heat exhaustion. Mm -hmm. So Basically, I ended up running, I think I over those almost 24 hours, we got it done in like 23 something um, hours. I ran like 45K over over duration, but never like in full. Wow. <laughs> so this triple seven stuff is going to be interesting. Is, I think personally, I've done, I've done a couple of marathons. I yeah. think that is worse than just doing a marathon. You know I what I mean? Because so. like you're sitting back down and you're like, I'm not done. Yeah. I gotta go out in there and, and the do it again. And the body seizes up. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, knee pains and all of that. What all was going through your mind that in in might not be that, it might be even in your training sessions. How do you get on with it? How what what's that mentality in your head that's telling you to keep going? Honestly, for me, I'm like, who's who else is gonna get it done? <laughs> like <Okay. laughs> you're like you've just gotta keep going. Like, and it seems like such a simple and straightforward thing to say. If it but it works it's, for you. It's literally one of those things where I'm like, you've committed to this. You're here now. You've done the training. Put it to work. Everything else that happens after that, you could like it. You can worry about on the other side. But for now, you're running for your teammates. They're also probably feeling exactly the same, just exhausted and just like mentally fatigued. I'm not going to be the one to be like, oh, guys, like, sorry, I can't do this anymore. Like, that's just not in my vocabulary. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah. it's not a thing. Like, if I've said I'm going to do something, I'm going to finish it. <laughs> I feel like you're going to be a very, very good ultra endurance athlete. Oh, let's um, see. I mean, you were telling me as always, you're always trying to get you in the triathlon side. You've already got that mentality. <laughs> it's, just, it's just putting the swim and the it's bike yeah, into it yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly, it? exactly. Um, yeah. Right. Just to um, close the show. Um. I'd like to play a little game with my guests. Okay. And it's just like one word that I would say, and you got to say any word that pops into your head as quick as you can. Just to test your subconscious a little bit. Okay. It could be the most random things, and I've had random answers, so it's completely <laughs> fine. Right, are you ready? As ready as I can be. All right. Run. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. Okay, the, you could say door, something irrelevant to it. Well, the first thing that popped into my head was <laughs> just say it. Was hustle. Hustle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A little bit late, but we'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Are you ready? Okay. I think I'll be a bit more readier than the last one. Okay. Shoes. Nike. Hey. Okay. There we go. Ultra. Marathon. Game. Show. 
Endurance. Athlete. Competition. Winner. New Zealand. Oh, family. Oh. Nike? Swoosh. Swoosh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for coming into the show. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and uh, taking your experience and knowledge from everything that you've done. So thank you for coming. Thank you so much. Please like and subscribe and thank you for watching MA's podcast. It's been a pleasure. Take care. Thank you.